Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Football. I've been watching it for 40 years. Are you kidding me? You're listening to Winning Cures Everything. Game day, baby. Wake up or get out. Here's your host. A confident young man. A superb athlete. Gary Seegers. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything. It is the Tuesday, October 18th edition of the show. My name's Gary. You can follow me on Twitter at GaryWCE. Hopefully everybody had a fantastic weekend. We are back to the grind. There's a lot to discuss. Obviously, we've got the college football viewing guide for week eight today. I've got uh, NFL picks. I have got uh, the most valuable players of the week. All kinds of different things that we got to get into, along with the games that were the highest rated of the weekend, etc. It was a fun weekend of college football for sure. Now... Let's uh, let's go ahead and start this thing off by telling you that the show is powered each and every time out by BetUS. It is America's favorite sports book, favorite online sports book since 1994. That's right. It's been a very, very long time. They are an incredible sports book, fast payouts, trusty, convenient, easy. I'm telling you, just everything that you need out of a sports book, especially an online sports book, you can get it at BetUS.com. Go ahead and check it out. I host the BetUS College Football Show. You can find that on the BetUS College Football Show YouTube channel. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we are this close. And if you're only listening to the podcast, that means that I'm holding my fingers very close together. We are this close to 10,000 subscribers over there. If you would be so kind as to go and subscribe to the channel, there is a link in the description of this show. So you can just click that, click subscribe, and you would be helping us out tremendously. Now, um... Let's go ahead and dive into it. we got things to discuss. I'm going to start off with this topic here that I have heard many people talk about and know. 2022 Tennessee is not the same as 2019 LSU. It's not even close. I don't know why we would be having this discussion, why anybody is even comparing the two. That 2019 LSU team was... I don't even know what the correct word would be. 
that was a once-in-a-lifetime type of team. They may be the greatest team of all time. The talent that was amassed on that team, the schedule that they had put together, um, everything about that 2019 LSU team was magical. They were unbelievable. Uh, We'll go ahead and pull up what they did. Uh, We'll start with their schedule. Let's go on and pull it up on the screen here. That 2019 schedule, they rolled through Georgia Southern. They went and won a close game at a top-10 Texas team, and it wasn't an overtime game like Tennessee going to Pitt this year. It wasn't an ugly whatever game. It was LSU did everything that they needed to do to be able to win. They, They scored. It wasn't based on somebody else getting hurt. It wasn't anything along those lines. It was specifically LSU being better than that team. And I'm not saying that Tennessee was not better than Pitt this year. I'm just saying. Uh, Scored 66 on Vanderbilt. uh, Utah State, number 7 Florida. They end up beating by two touchdowns. They beat uh, a top 10 Auburn team. They And and the way that they beat Alabama was different from the way that Tennessee beat Alabama. Uh, LSU went in and handled Alabama in Tuscaloosa. That's different than having the game at home. It just is. Uh, and then after that, of course, you get Ole Miss. You get <coughs> uh, Arkansas, Texas A&M, and Georgia, and they just steamroll through everybody. That LSU team was uh, incredible. Just incredible. I don't know that I will ever see a team that is uh, as well-built as that one again. You look at the two deep, Grant Delpit, Jacoby Stevens, Derek Stingley, Christian Fulton. On the outside, of course, Kerry Vincent, uh, backup cornerback, Jay Ward, uh, etc., and then, of course, Neil Farrell Jr., uh, Tyler Shelvin, Rashard Lawrence, all the guys that are on the defensive line, and the, the linebackers are just unreal. Patrick Queen, uh, Chasen, I mean, you got you got everybody there. And then on offense, of course, Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, and Tyrion Davis-Price, uh, both of which NFL guys, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Like, this team was ridiculous. Now, you go and look at Tennessee this year. Cedric Tillman's good. He wasn't playing for the Alabama game. Jalen Hyatt, good. Brew McCoy, good. Guy you just brought in. Hendon Hooker, uh, transfer guy, etc. Much like Joe Burrow, that's where people want to make the comparisons. And I understand. But this ain't it. This ain't the same. It's just not even close to the same. Uh, if you look, this is the 2019 team talent composite. That year... LSU was number five in the country. They had 44 four-stars and seven five-stars on that team. They were uh, right there with the best of the best. Just bottom line. And by the way, Tennessee was number 16 that year as far as team talent composite. Uh, So it was just being mismanaged, basically. In 2022, you're seeing the same old teams, of course, but you have to go all the way down to 19 to find Tennessee. Two five-stars, 24 four-stars in this bunch. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Tennessee is not good. What I am saying is this team is not the LSU 2019 team. It is just not. So we got to stop this. I think Peter Burns is the, the one that tweeted it out that I know of. But I have heard multiple people making this comparison. And guys... It's not. It's just not close. 
Uh, we've still got a long ways to go in this football season. So we'll see what ends up happening. But, man, I'm telling you, it, it would shock me. Absolutely shock me. This is, the breakdowns on Tennessee's defense are not the same that LSU was having that year. That LSU defense went through a bunch of injuries and got everybody healthy towards the end. This situation, mm, different. Just different. All right, moving along. Brett Yormark. Of course, Brett Yormark is the... Da, 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 we're going to pull it up on the screen. Brett Yormark is the Big 12 commissioner. And he decided to let everybody know that their eventual TV deal, their media rights deal, is going to be an increase. This, this is his quote. If you're asking me, is revenue going to be flat or down? The answer is, it's going up. It's going up. Big 12 currently engaged in early negotiations with current partners ESPN and Fox. That's, uh, that's Chuck Carlton that tweeted that out, but that is from the Big 12 uh, Hoops Media Day, right? Now, he not only said that, but he also jumped in. Uh, here we go. Da, da, da. Oklahoma and Texas will remain in the Big 12 through 2025, is what he said. So he goes, uh, he goes they're going to be here through 25. They've committed themselves in advance of me getting here, and they've reiterated that commitment, so they will be here through the duration of the grant of rights. My relationship with both Texas and Oklahoma is very, very strong. They are full members, and we are looking forward to working with them. I have never seen an AD that is just so blunt and out in the open with everything. Um, I don't know how you can read the future. But he is telling it exactly the way that it is. Our revenue is going up. Oklahoma and Texas will be here through the end of the grant of rights. Well, okay. I mean, it's it, these are all things that you don't really know what's going to happen uh, until it happens. And most uh, most ADs, most uh, commissioners, etc., would be quick to hey, you know, we don't really know, we think, or we're planning on such and such. No, this guy just straight up, yeah, they're going to be here, and our revenue's going up. I honestly kind of like it. This is a breath of fresh air. This is somebody that's coming in that is just no holds barred, going to tell it like it is. Frankly, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of this. I, I uh, I like the new situation here. I like what he's going with. So... Yeah, we'll see. Uh, the Big 12 averaged, what, uh, between 42 and $43 million payout per school last year. Okay. Um, is that what they can expect going forward, uh, especially losing Oklahoma and Texas? We shall see. According to Brett Yormark, absolutely. Like early negotiations, point to yes. I was shocked, to say the least, uh, that he would come out and just blatantly say it. But we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Moving right along, third topic here. The Utah Athletic Director, Mark Harlan, talked to Pat Forty and told him that at one point this offseason, he had to call a fellow AD and tell him that 
a collective tied to that AD school had tampered with one of the Utes football players. We had a player who was offered, I believe, about a million dollars to pull him over to another team, Harlan told Sports Illustrated. I called that AD and had a discussion, right? And he's frustrated. Everybody's frustrated. Because this was a friend. It was a friendly call. It was just to say, listen, it happened. My colleague was embarrassed is not the right word, but he was frustrated. The player chose to stay at Utah. But in the current recruiting landscape where collectives can insert themselves into recruiting by making unilateral money uh, offers to players at other schools with little or no repercussions, this is a problematic part of roster management. Now, what I'm curious about, of course, everybody wants to know who is the player. Who is the player? There were rumors that Dalton Kincaid, the tight end, was maybe going to Alabama or had been offered by Alabama. I don't believe that somebody would pay Dalton Kincaid a million dollars. I just don't buy it. Um, And the million dollars, by the way, uh, came from, let's see. I know it said it in here. Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, let's see, top 25, blah, 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 eh. Either way. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Nope, that's Williams. Somebody somebody said a million dollars. If you go listen to the Wetzel on 40 podcast, they talked about it. But regardless, who on Utah's team would be worth a million dollars in NIL? The defensive guys that they had that were absolute studs, gone last year. Britton Colby, gone from last year. Uh, Cam Rising, the quarterback, yeah, I could see that. Um, but really, that's about it, right? Like, I don't think there's anybody other than quarterbacks and and maybe some edge rushing guys that would be worth these massive, massive endorsement deals, at least not at the college level. So did somebody offer Cam Rising? That's what I'm curious about. So either way, uh, this will continue on. This is going to happen until they put some kind of a guardrail in place, and I don't know that you even can do that. And that's what makes this this whole thing is bananas because the NCAA had multiple opportunities to get out in front of this thing and set their own rules, and instead they waited until the very last minute and just opened the floodgates. And as soon as you do that, this is what happens. So this kind of thing will continue on over and over and over again. All right, we are going to... Dive out of that one. Let's hit some uh, some quick notes right quick. Uh, South Florida quarterback uh, Jerry Bohannon out for the season. Shoulder injury. Obviously, that one stings. Uh, Talia Tagovailoa, uh, game-time decision for Maryland. I am a little shocked that there's even a possibility of him playing in this game. Uh, the knee injury, et cetera. I mean, it, obviously, everything checked out. It should be all right. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Sean Clifford, Penn State quarterback. Uh, Game time decision, possibly. We'll see what happens, but he was injured late against Michigan, and that could end up being an issue. Tanner Morgan uh, going to be out this week, or, or looks like he's probably going to be out. We're not entirely sure. That is the Minnesota quarterback. Uh, that's going to be a weird one to figure out the injury situation on if both quarterbacks are going to be game time decisions. And so Minnesota-Penn State could be a weird one for the primetime game on ABC Saturday night. 
All right, I think that's the news. Uh, When we come back, we're going to hit on the top five most valuable college football players of the week, the most watched games, NFL picks, et cetera, et cetera. But first, let's do this. Let's check out some things you should know about. College football is back, and BetUS TV has you covered. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, we've got expert game analysis to help you make informed decisions before kickoff, only on the BetUS TV College Football Channel. Visit winningcureseverything.com to find everything you need to know about us, including full shows in video or podcast form, gambling picks, merch, the gear we use, and more. If you want more content from me, Gary, visit betustv.com. I host the How to Gamble on Sports show and, from August through January, the BetUS College Football Show. You can subscribe to both on YouTube. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, or whatever's your favorite podcast app. And if your app allows it, leave a five-star written review. Visit the Winning Cures Everything web store to get all kinds of football shirts, hats, hoodies, mugs, and more. Visit winningcureseverything.com slash store to see what all we've added. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beat brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeats Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, back to the show. All right. Let's see. We are diving into the top five most valuable college football players of week number seven. And that is, of course, based on da, 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 PPA. That's right. Predicted points added. Let's go on and pull it up on the screen. We're going to start with the G5. Uh, Old Dominion's Allie Jennings. Again, I mean, this kid is unbelievable. He is an, he just a stud wide receiver. Uh, 2.246 per play. Just crazy. Uh, Chris Thornton, wide receiver from James Madison, is number two on this list here. Uh, number three, as far as G5 wins, Louisiana Tech's Trey Harris on here, 2.144. We had a ton of players over two PPA or two uh, points PPA. I mean, just just crazy. Uh, you don't normally see that. Uh, so that is number three there. Number four, East Carolina's Isaiah Winstead, 
So that's a pretty big deal. And then Amari Jones from Georgia Southern. Uh, so all of these guys over two points in PPA. Pretty nuts. Uh, looking at the P5 guys, Trey Palmer, wide receiver from Nebraska, uh, had a massive, massive day. Uh, Robert Farrell from Washington State, of course, another one, had a, a pretty big day as far as predicted points added are concerned. Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee, over 200 yards receiving, five touchdowns on six receptions. I mean, just just nuts. Uh, Mario Williams from USC is number four. And then number five, Gavin Holmes, the wide receiver for Baylor. Uh, yeah, number five there. Those guys are all fantastic. They are all awesome. Uh, I was... I was happy to see, you know, Trey Palmer up there, Robert Farrell. The, what they're doing for their teams is pretty awesome, to be completely honest. Uh, let's talk about the top five most watched college football games of the week. And you already know what was number one, Alabama-Tennessee, 11.6 million people. Uh, 11.5, excuse me, 11.957 million to be exact on CBS. Uh, the most watched game of the season. Thus far, more than Alabama, Texas, more than Ohio State, Notre Dame. Um, if you have enthralling, entertaining television, an entertaining game, uh, it's going to draw. Just bottom line, especially between two big name brands. Uh, Alabama and Tennessee was uh, just a huge, huge spot here. Uh, you go look at Ryan Brown from Next Round Live. Bama at Tennessee, 11.55 million. Uh, Bama at Texas, of course, 10.6 million on Fox. And then Alabama and A&M was 7.1 million on CBS. The other ones, Florida State LSU on that Sunday night lone spot over Labor Day weekend and Notre Dame, Ohio State uh, opening weekend. So those are just massive, massive games that are all pretty tight games between big name brands. Yeah, it's a big, big time game, uh, big time situation. Uh, looking at the rest of them, Penn State, Michigan did six point four million, which I was shocked. I, I did not think there would be that many, considering it was a blowout, especially in the second half. But again, name brands, brands matter. Clemson, Florida State, number three, three point two million on ABC. USC, Utah on Fox was two point seven million. LSU, Florida came in at number five with two point five million on ESPN. And then the most surprising thing to me of the entire day was Wisconsin-Michigan State uh, at the same time as... Now, here's the tricky situation, right? Wisconsin-Michigan State started about 30 minutes later than Oklahoma State and TCU. And that one was able to kind of carry over with the Alabama-Tennessee game. Like, after that whole scene was done at Neyland... Uh, you were able to switch over to Fox. You were not able to do that with Oklahoma State TCU on ABC. So, curious what that necessarily means, but $2.5 million for two middling programs over two undefeateds on ABC and Oklahoma State and TCU, uh, yeah, $2.5 million to $2.1 million. Iowa State, Texas did two point four. Stanford, Notre Dame did two point two. And then Auburn Ole Miss even did $2 million on ESPN, even though that thing opened up 21 to nothing. So, a little bit crazy, but uh, yeah, I, this was a good weekend for college football viewership. It was unbelievable. Just a fantastic weekend. Fantastic weekend. NFL spread picks for week number seven. 
These are my Super Contest picks that I enter in each week. I pick five games against the spread. This week, I went based on ratings. I did not look up trends. I did not look up anything. So this is going to be a very, very quick run-through. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you what I've got. Give me the Ravens to cover seven at home against the Browns. Give me the Saints plus one at the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are a dumpster fire. Give me the Cowboys uh, minus seven at home against the Lions. I think I wrote this down wrong, as a matter of fact. Yep, I did. Give me the Packers to cover five and a half against the Commanders. I think they are embarrassed by that Jets performance last week. And give me the uh, Jaguars to cover three at home against the New York Giants. Uh, yes, I know that the Giants are five and one. I know that they are really, really good. And also know that I think the Jags are pretty good. And when you have a losing or a team with a losing record that's favored at home over a team that is, you know, that only has one loss, I know from all my years of doing this that that means something. So give me the Jaguars to cover three at home against the Giants. So run down again. Ravens to cover seven. Uh, the Saints plus one. Cowboys minus seven. Packers minus five and a half on the road. And J- Jaguars, excuse me, the Jaguars minus three. Those are my five NFL picks for this weekend. Now, let's go on and get into this. College football viewing guide for week number eight. Let's pull it up on the screen, shall we? We're going to start on Wednesday night. Georgia State and App State, I think, has the the possibility of being very, very entertaining. I think that that could be one of the more fun Sunbelt games of the year, uh, but it also has the volatility to go completely haywire and have App State just blow them out. Uh, I want to know what App State is. They lost that game to Texas State a couple weeks ago. I want to know what's up. Uh, On Thursday night, Troy at South Alabama is it for me. It's on ESPNU. This is the Sunbelt West championship game. The winner of this is going to win the Sunbelt West, period. Um, I have a futures ticket on Troy to win that division. Just throwing it out there. Um, Virginia at Georgia Tech could be interesting because that's two teams that are headed in completely different directions. And it would not be like the team that's on the decline is not the one that actually fired their coach. So that makes that one a little weird. Uh, On Friday night, Tulsa at Temple. Blech. Who wants to watch Temple play football? UAB at Western Kentucky is where it's at for me. I think that's going to be the most interesting spot. I'm I'm very much excited to see Vincent's team uh, and the Blazers uh, go up against Western Kentucky. That's I, I'm very curious to see that. I think it's going to be a fun game. Moving into Saturday, what are we doing in the noon time slot? I'm going to have Syracuse and Clemson on the screen. Uh, that's that's my main screen. That's the one I'm most interested in. On my other two screens, I will have Cincinnati at SMU, and I will have Kansas at Baylor. Uh, this is one of the better spots for Kansas to maybe get a you know that that sixth win because if you start looking at Kansas' schedule, uh, it gets a little tricky from here on out, right? You you couldn't beat Oklahoma last week, so if you look at what they have got and I'm pulling it up right now. After this week, they got a week off, and then they host Oklahoma State. They play at Texas Tech. They host Texas, and they play at Kansas State. Baylor looks beatable. I would suggest that they get this dub. So 
Uh, as far as the noon games are concerned, eh, you know, that, that looks like about it. Uh, Houston Navy maybe could get interesting. Iowa, Ohio State is whatever. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious there. Uh, now we move into the 3.30 time slot. And I believe my main screen will probably be, excuse me, will be Ole Miss and LSU. Uh, no, it's going to be UCLA and Oregon, Ole Miss, LSU on a side screen, Texas, Oklahoma State on a side screen. I will probably have Purdue, Wisconsin on the iPad. Uh, my backup TV will have Memphis and Tulane. And that'll be about it. Um, there's really nothing else going on at that time. North Texas, UTSA maybe could get interesting. Maybe. Um, but I'm not that worried about those. So, yeah, UCLA, Oregon going to be on the main screen. Ole Miss, LSU on a side screen. Texas at Oklahoma State on the other. Uh, that's ABC, CBS, and Fox for those. Moving along to the nightcap. Uh, I'm, uh, there's not a lot that is happening. Kansas State at TCU I think is going to be my main screen. Mississippi State, Alabama is going to be on a side screen. And Minnesota, Penn State will be on another side screen. As far as the iPad is concerned, that's up for grabs. Texas A&M, South Carolina, if that one gets interesting, maybe Boise State Air Force could be interesting. Uh, I have a, I have an Air Force over 8.5 ticket that I really need them to get this W. So that's definitely one that I will be paying attention to. But, yeah, this is, you know, you, you got 7.30 p.m. on ABC. You got 7 p.m. on ESPN. Um, you got 8 p.m. on FS1. Like it, the the FS1 stuff is weird, right? I'm I'm very curious uh, how they're going to promote that channel more because ESPN two still gets good ratings. Even ESPN U gets pretty good ratings. Everything that goes on FS1, it's almost like nobody even realizes that it's on. It, it's really strange. So I'm I'm curious about that Kansas State TCU game because that. I mean, that's a Big 12 title game possible uh, rematch. I mean, that's that's a massive, massive game. Two top 17 ranked teams. Yeah, big time spot. Big time spot. Uh, Texas A&M, South Carolina could be, could be fun on the SEC network. And Pitt and Louisville? Okay, okay. Uh, as far as the late night action goes, I mean, San Diego State, Nevada. I do not want to watch Nevada play, and I hate San Diego State's offense. Um, Washington at Cal. Washington's road woes. Are they real? Like, it, Or was it just who they were playing? I, I'm very curious. Uh, because Cal, I mean, just lost to Colorado. Is Justin Wilcox's defense going to be able to handle Kalen DeBoer? Like, will they figure him out? Very tricky situation there. Ay, ay, ay. What an absolute mess. All right. I think it's time for us to get out of here. You guys have been fantastic. Short show today, but uh, it's been nuts. I'll just admit it. It's been crazy. Uh, make sure that you check out Valtimary Surf Company. I've got a link in the description. Go and check them out. They've got fantastic shirts. College Towns, Tuscaloosa, Norman, uh, Knoxville, of course. You guys celebrating. You're probably going to want to buy some shirts. But go check them out. The material's great. The shirt designs are awesome. You can use the promo code GARY10. That's G-A-R-Y-1-0 to get 10% off your order. 
Just click the link below. It's going to take you right over there. Very easy to do. So go and check them out. Valtimary Surf Company. You can find them at uh, valtimarysurfco.com. Really good guys. Treat me well. They will treat you well. Again, the show is brought to you by BetUS. It is America's premier online sports book. Go check them out, betus.com. Tons of bonuses, tons of deposit bonuses, giveaways, etc. They are doing all kinds of stuff. So go and check them out. They bring you our Pick'em Contest every single week. Make sure, if you've not already, go and sign up to be in the Pick'em Contest. It's free to enter. i got to do a sign up. Very easy to do. You're not going to be getting a bunch of newsletter or whatever mess uh, because I just frankly don't have time. But go ahead and make sure that you are signed up for that. Uh, it's a lot of fun. The winner gets a $25 Amazon gift card every single week. And, yeah, uh, and possibly more. If you've got a BetUS account, we can probably hook up some other things as well. So, Go ahead and sign up there. You can go to winningcureseverything.com and click on the contest tab at the top and get yourself entered in over there. Or, to make it even easier, there is a link in the description. So go ahead and check that out. With that said, uh, you guys like the video. You know, subscribe to the channel. We're getting ever closer to 7,500. I am excited. We are halfway through the season, and we have still got a long ways to go. There are storylines popping up all over creation. I can't wait to talk about more of them. But for now, we're going to get out of here. You guys take care of yourself, take care of each other, and hopefully, hopefully, all of you tickets cash this week. Thanks for listening to Winning Cures Everything. Make sure and subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, and make sure to leave a nice five-star review. You can follow Gary on Twitter, at GaryWCE, and the show is at Winning Cures. Be sure to check out the merch in our web store and share the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.